I left her outside at 11.30 at night to walk home a mile from her house and she was excited. I go to get her to keep her safe and she's like that some bitch ass shit. Now, if you are a human being, so I'm empathetic, like you almost killed, I didn't mean to do that, I'm apologizing. And you like, why am I crying? Because you almost died. That's why I'm crying, because you almost died. And here you are looking at me like a bitch, because I'm crying <laughs> because I almost killed you. Project podcast where you can see how we turn our life into a living. So one of the purpose of this podcast is I always wanted to see how a famous person or a rich person or celebrity goes from being a regular person to where we see them at now. But I always wanted to see how they were before they got to that point. And that's one of the main purposes of this podcast to see how a regular guy like me goes from being a bike messenger to a billionaire. So I want to shout out to all the cousins in the Bamboo Project family. I definitely appreciate everyone who comes and listens to it, all the new listeners. Thank you to you guys, too. Hope you can become part of the you know, Bamboo Project family. My name is Donovan Gray. If you don't have YouTube Premium, right, a lot of people don't want to pay the extra $12.99 or whatever the case might be for it, and want to still listen to the audio while you're getting things done around the house, listen, link is the link to the audios in the description. So we are on multiple major streaming platforms such as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. We are also on some smaller platforms such as Anchor, Breaker, Castbox, Overcast, and Pocketcast. If you're listening to this podcast, we have a YouTube channel called The Bamboo Project, where we have 100 plus videos of cooking tutorials, travel lifestyle vlogs, tips on makeup and hair growth, and we post multiple times every week. So me personally, when I listen to a podcast, I want to see how the hosts sound. I want to see how the hosts look, not how they sound. So I'm like, damn, where can I see like their Instagrams and their Twitters and things like that? So if you're not watching this on YouTube, you can keep up with us on social media. My Instagram is Donovan Gray, D-O-N-I-V-A-N-G-R-A-Y. And my beautiful girlfriend's Instagram is Anita Byrne, A-N-E-T-A-B-U-R-N. My Instagram and Twitter are the same thing. We have multiple different different projects right such as the bamboo project food we have the music project the clothing project the fitness project the sports project and as you can hear right now the bamboo project podcast the handles for all of those project projects will be in the description below in either youtube or whatever you're listening to this podcast at so i'm doing consultation so you can dm me to schedule a consultation and i know sometimes these podcasts can run to like three hours long so i'm like okay you know what I feel like if I always listen to a podcast, I want to have timestamps. So for you guys, I take the time out at the end of the uh, description. You can see the timestamps for everything we talk about in this podcast. So today's agenda, uh, my main thing I want to do is I want to redo an ad. The ad that's currently there is like five minutes long, and I feel like that's very, very long. So I wanted to redo the ad, and I've been meaning to do this for a while. So today I'm going to do it on here, then I'm going to cut this audio and put it in the beginning so you might hear it twice if you're listening to it a second time you can just skip past the part of this uh of the ad um or should i mm, here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna leave the video in but if you're listening to it on audio it won't you won't hear the ad twice you only hear it once um because there is no ad actual ad on youtube for what i'm about to do so <coughs> here we go so okay on today's agenda uh, as people may not know, we have multiple segments on this podcast. One of the segments is life update where I give you an update as to how my life is going 
for me going from being a bike messenger to a billionaire every week. I check in and let you guys know what's going on. Um, we have another another segment called episode playback, which is where I kind of go back and rehash things I might have heard when I listened to the old episode. So that's on here as episode playback. The third segment is called Donovan's questions, where I just present you a question just to make your brain kind of think a little bit. I don't try to lead you on with any type of uh, contact, just a question. And then you just have an answer for it, whether you want to leave it in a DM, whether you want to comment the answer that you have or just sit back and listen and think about that. Um, and we have the main uh, segment at the end, which will be the topics. So on today's topics, it is about the benefit of having a toxic relationship, girls putting up fake boundaries and why it's easy to get pussy and make girls fall in love with you. And until it's normalized to not play hard to get women will continue to be in toxic relationships. So today is really centered around toxic relationships and kind of my perspective on it, my take on it and why I think they happen. And also, uh, yeah, mostly why I think they happen. And a couple other things I want to touch on, too, is a conversation I had with a friend, um, women who treat their son like a man, paying for courses and the upside to toxic relationships. So uh, can you scroll down to the life update? OK, so people who do not know uh, or who are new to this podcast. Uh, my plan right now is to buy uh, uh, some real estate so that I can use that money to not have to go to work. Pretty much. That's the main that's the main point of it. Um, so. Uh, yeah, you're going to have to go back and listen to some old episodes to kind of get the context of what I'm talking about. But since my job that I work at was bought by another company, I'm not making as much money as I used to make. So I've been trying to figure out how can I get some more money to put a down payment on this property? I need sixteen thousand dollars to do so. And uh, I had planned originally i'm like you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna work as a bike messenger and i'm gonna just go and work all the time uh three four eight uh, eight hours a week eight hours a day times six is what how many was eight times six yeah that's like 48 it was eight times eight times two is 16 so it would be 48 hours i feel like i feel like i'll be working more than that if i worked eight hours a day for six days it'd be 48 hours yeah because because five would be 40. Yeah, so I'm just like, okay. So, yeah, I'll be working 48 hours a week or more. Between 48 and 60 hours a week is what I'll be working if I wanted to go and save the way I needed to save for this real estate. Um, and I would have had the money. I had a savings plan for me to have the money by February, the second week of February, third week of February. Um, I'll put a screenshot of the plan I had on the screen so you can see what my plan was originally. But as I went out, I realized that this is not sustainable to work as, and also kind of do the wholesaling thing and also try to run the project. It just doesn't make any sense to just try and work to to my to like just work to my, till I die, put more or less. Like it's like I wait. The plan was wake up at four. Wake up at eight o'clock in the morning or seven o'clock in the morning to be out the house by eight, work four hours from eight to twelve, and then come back home and then take a break or a nap and go back out again to work another four hours till I come back home. And then we'll come back home. I would be sleepy. I would eat. I go to bed and do it again. And I was the plan was to do that for five five months or something like that, right? I feel like this is kind of loud. Uh, the plan the plan was to do that for like five months or so, right? Five six months. Uh. 
so one day I was uh, a couple days ago. I'm sitting in my bed and I get an email about a a uh, class action lawsuit. Now, people who are unfamiliar with this, this is usually when a uh, a, a person or a lawyer or a law firm will sue a company on behalf of multiple people, right? And they kind of charge the company based on how many people are part of the lawsuit. Um, so I opted into this lawsuit a while ago for the company I work for, which is back then it was, was Caviar. Um, and like I said earlier, they no longer exist. So uh, I've gotten like three settlements from stuff like this. Normally I'll get like $100, I get $80, $150. I actually have one with Grubhub. Um, the reason they have this lawsuit is because a lot of these gig economy type companies are saying that people are not employees, but they're treating them like employees. You might have heard that with Uber and Lyft and things like that. So the delivery people are going through the same thing. And the problem with that is more so, I guess they people think we should have benefits or whatever. I don't know. I'm not really, I don't really care that much, but I did opt in for the lawsuit because I might get some money. So I'm like, sure, why not? So I did that. And like I said, I'm thinking, oh, you know, whatever, press, you click here, sign there, you get $100. I'm like, whatever. This might have been two years ago, I probably signed, in, signed up for this. So you could uh, guess my surprise when this week I saw that I'm supposed to get $10,000 or is it $10,500? Yeah, 10, 000, about $10,400 I'm supposed to get from this, this lawsuit. Right. And I'm, my thing is like I wasn't involved. I wasn't really doing anything thinking. About, I didn't even I was not. My brain had no thought process that this was going to happen. Um, and as you guys may have known, I applied for a loan before I got denied like four times from a different loan. Melissa got denied. Everybody. We just was not getting what I was going to get. And we kept getting close to the, the step of getting the money, but we just wasn't getting it. So I just think it's a real interesting coincidence, coincidence that. I'm going to get this $10,000, uh, according to the person that I spoke to at the early part of next year, which would be around the same time that I had planned for, uh, us to have the money saved up. And like I said, I kind of stopped. Oh yeah. I didn't know if I really mentioned this, that I stopped doing the bike messaging thing, uh, full time. So now what I'm doing, is I'm doing it part time. I'm going to wake up six days a week. I'm going to go and work from eight to probably 12 or something like that. Eight to, maybe eight to one or something in that range. No. No, something around that eight to 12 or eight to one, just somewhere in that range in the morning. And that's it. Um, and the rest of the day, I'll spend that time actually going out and trying to work on the wholesaling, going out and trying to figure out how to get mostly wholesaling. It's mostly going to be majority wholesaling. How can I figure out how to get money from um, assigning contracts? If you don't know what wholesaling is, you can go look it up. Um, it's. Huh? Yeah. And we're going to have we're going to on the Bamboo Project YouTube channel. We're going to see us going in and uh i guess the process of us wholesaling so what what we're going through what we're thinking what process what steps we're at at this point in time um it's very similar to this girl i just found recently her name is lily thompson uh on on uh on youtube and she 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 has started within six weeks i think she made maybe twenty thousand dollars something like that maybe was it something she might have made i think she did two deals either way she made several thousand dollars in a couple of weeks and like i said right now if i get that money from this court case in the beginning of the year of 2021 i'll only need six thousand dollars i'll still be going to work from now until then so i'll still have a source of income Plus, if we do the wholesaling thing, we would only need $6,000 from wholesaling between now and then to put a down payment on some real estate. So right now, that's the plan that we have. 
Um, so I, I guess I just think it's crazy that I got the ten thousand dollars because people who haven't listened to this podcast, uh, which is one of the reasons why I do the podcast the way I do, because now you have to hear it's a story. This whole podcast is my life story. So it's just very crazy how out of nowhere when I decide, I literally told myself, you know what, uh, I'm gonna stop doing this job for, like full time, and I was I was still. I think it's crazy. This is how it happened. I'm going to give exactly how it happened. I was hell-bent on working eight hours a day to make $200 every single day while I'm while I'm going to work to make $1,200 a week or more to save money up. That was what I was hell-bent on doing, right? And then I'm outside. I'm like, all right, here we go. I just got my, my bike fixed again. It was kind of fucked up, so I'm ready to go back to work. And I go back outside on the first day. I forgot why I didn't work for a couple. Was it raining? I feel like I had went, huh? No, before that, was I was working. Yeah, something had happened that had me inside the house for like a day or two. So I went back outside. I'm like, all right, I'm ready to go get this bag. Um, and then, of lo and behold, I'm riding on my second order in the morning. I get a flat tire, right? And I'm like, yo, this, I'm like, how many signs do I need before I obviously realize I need to stop doing this? I'm like, okay, I keep getting all these signs, right? I'm outside working as hard as I can, right? I'm, or, you know, what I believe is working. I was working very hard. No, I think I was working as hard as I can. My goal, yeah, I was out there early in the morning going, I was doing what I said I'm going to do. I woke up, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, I'm outside working. I come back home, I go back outside, I'm working again. So that was my plan. I was doing it. And then I'm like, all right, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I take my second order and I get a flat tire. And I'm just like, bruh. And then to make matters even worse, because of the bike that I have, nobody has the tires that I need. And I, it wasn't even because a lot of people, well, I've I said before, it's two types of things when you come to changing a, a flat tire. Uh, you change the tube inside the tire, right? So as far as the tires go, right, um, my thing was I, this level, okay, we're going to see what happens at the end. So my thing with the with the tire is that I always just change the tube, right? And the thing with, with my bike is because I'm going so fast and I'm riding outside in the street, the tires get worn out. So I had a time before, I don't think I was doing a podcast yet, where I would keep getting flats. Like I'm talking about a flat like every two days I was getting a flat. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. And it's because I needed a new tire. So because I've had that experience already, I said, okay, boom, what I need to do is I need to go and buy a new tire and a new tube because that's going to make that's going to that's going to work it's going to make me get back out here getting money i'm going to be good right that's what i'm telling myself so i call up people i'm like hey guys do you have a bike uh tire for me they're like we don't carry that size i'm like i bet i'm like hey bike store do you have one i could use they're like no nah, we don't carry that i'm like i bet i'm like hey bike store what about you guys they're like no nah, we don't carry that so i'm calling all the bike stores in my area and none of them have a tube or a tire i can put on my bike so another people another uh, bike store around here right okay um so we're trying to get the audio right because last week yeah i'll come back to that episode playback this looks good this looks really good i like this oh this is amazing this is amazing what the, what's changed this is perfect this is perfect okay so um yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to I'm trying to fucking find a bike place to go and get my bike fixed. So I find one that might have it where I normally go to, and they're telling me that I have to. They don't even take phone calls now because of the whole coronavirus thing. So I have to email them for them to respond back to me for me to actually get a response from them. I have to like it's ridiculous. So I email them to find out 
later that day they don't even carry the bike tire and they told me that their distributor doesn't even have it because of the whole corona shit so i'm just like okay i can't get it so i go online look for it i can't even find them online like the tires and two that i need i can't really find them from amazon to get them delivered soon so i go back to work as soon as possible right so i'm like fuck so i'm looking for like two days i finally find the tires that i need right so i buy the tubes i buy the tires i buy two tubes just in case some some bullshit happens and then i bought a uh the tire so both the tubes come in everything is going good and then I'm like, all right, bet. This should be about three days before I get my tire in here and I can go back to work. So Wednesday comes, tire's not delivered. I'm like, all right. Thursday comes, tire's not delivered. I'm like, all right, this is getting kind of crazy. I'm like, I don't, and mind you, supposed to be a one-day shipping. And they tell me that they tried delivering it. And I have a doorman. So there is no trying to deliver it. It, it. You leave it. There's a doorman there all the time. Give it to him or put it in the package room. We have a place to put the package in. There's no, oh, we left it of it. None of that. Put it where it's supposed to be at. So I end up calling the people or talk. I call Amazon. I'm like, hey, I never got my package. Can I get a refund on that? And they were like, uh, what did they know? First they reordered the first they tried to reorder the tire for me. Then they said that it's gonna come uh at the end of October, which is like October twenty-fifth. Or something. I'm like, fam, I can't have the thing come October 25th. And I didn't know that at first. I'm like, yeah, just resend me one. You can cancel the other one. I don't know where it is. Whatever happens to it, it's whatever. So when I see on my orders that it says October 25th, I'm like, nah, I got to get a refund. Because ain't no way that you expect me to be out of commission for a whole nother month. A whole nother month, I wouldn't be able to work because of a flat tire. So I just said, look, cancel that. Give me a refund. So they gave me the refund. And lo and behold, the next day, my tire pulled up to the house right so i'm like huh all right cool so i decided i'm gonna go and uh change my tire my two everything's going good and in that time period is when i found out that i was getting ten thousand dollars from caviar it's shit is ridiculous um so like i said i'd be thinking that there's some energies working outside of me that i don't have no control over when things like this start happening because i'm like what are the odds like what are the I didn't I've never even heard of anybody getting a ten thousand dollar settlement from any of these companies for a class action lawsuit about uh misclassification of employees. I've never seen that. So I'm like ten thousand fucking ten thousand dollars? That's a lot of money for fucking for that. My I didn't do anything for I didn't do anything for it. They just opt in and that's it. Um so I just have to see whenever it comes in. I don't know when, but it's, they said in the beginning of next year. Maybe I would say within the next, the first four months of next year. Uh, so like I said, that's how that last week started off, right? Um, I also started feeling kind of stagnant while my my tires weren't coming in, and I talked about this before in the podcast about analysis paralysis. Um, I think there are different types of things that people go through that make them kind of not want to work and not want to move. And you know, some people call it called uh, Jesus. I'm drink some water so you can kind of fast. Some people may call it now. Some people may call it depression. Other people may call it analysis paralysis. Other people may may call it laziness. Um, there's multiple different things I think that people go through that make them actually not want to work. Uh, for me, last week it wasn't. It was kind of a little bit of the analysis paralysis thing, like a little bit of it. But it was more so of just like I didn't know what to do. I'm like, what, what, what can I do? I don't have nothing to do. What, like, where do I point this energy at? I don't know what to do with it. I need to do something. So, 
I ended up buying this course on Twitter from this guy. His name is Ray Garrett. I'll put his uh, his uh, Twitter in the description so you can see it. And I'll put it on the screen if you're watching this. Um, because I used to follow him. Or I followed him for like years. For probably like 10 years. 25? No, not 10. Probably like 7, 8 years I've been following him on Twitter. When he had like a couple hundred followers. And all he would do is kind of just tweet about what he's doing. He would tweet um you know how to what books to read he would tweet about how to get girls he would tweet about being confident he would tweet about uh different business ventures that he's on he writes books and things like that so he was tweeting about all these things so i thought you know what it's a cool person I never met i just want to kind of follow his twitter and see what he posts on a regular basis so from then to now he got thirty-three thousand followers on twitter from literally just posting a couple times a day quotes uh from books that he's reading and things like that so i'm like you know what he had posted one of the days that he has a, I guess we call it a course on how to become successful in the next 26 weeks, something like that, right? So he would charge $100 for it, $100 for it. So I'm like, all right, that's not that much, $100, I can pay that. Um, just to see, just because like I said before, I need to do something. My solution for having analysis paralysis is to make a decision and do something because whether you do A or B, there is going to be a negative outcome from either or. And if you spend all your time trying to weigh which negative outcome is the worst, you won't make a decision and you will be in the same spot 10 days from now, 20 days from now, a year, two years, five years. You're going to be staying in the same spot because you never made the decision. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just buy this course similar to the table. I'm going to buy it and whatever comes from it comes from it. So I bought the course. It was $100. I had to cash app him. And it wasn't nothing. I haven't got all the way through it, but it doesn't seem anything that I won or he didn't know. Or anything that's like really revelation. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I guess philosophical or revolutionary. It's nothing like nothing crazy like that. It's just regular stuff. Um, let me give you an idea of something that he had put out before. Um, I didn't pay for this one. I found it online. But he was saying for guys who are not confident to walk with your chest up and, and swing your arms back and forth. Like when you're walking. Now, I've never thought about that when i walk i never said okay i need to swing my arms and sway as i walk so people think that i'm confident i don't think about that but there are people who probably don't think about that and it may help them to become more confident so he he's giving out uh things like that for people to buy um so like i said it may help some people i don't know if it helps a lot of people majority but it helps enough people that he keeps putting it out so i'm like you know what i'm gonna buy this course see what comes up from it so my first day i bought the course i was looking at it just looking over to see what's in it the first three pages are like a couple of um, a couple of interviews he did with people. It's like maybe five, six paragraphs of different people who started their own business um, and how it's going for them. So it was it's cool to read it, to, you know, to see other people, what they're doing, how they start their business. It was a little fun thing. But then he has like a challenge you have to do. So every week you have to do certain things on this challenge. Uh, so I was skimming through that. And one thing that stuck out to me was be active every week. And that was it's it's something that kind of stuck out to me because I haven't really been active for a long time because I've been trying to put all my energy into riding a bike. So I, I make sure I try to ride my bike all the time. And I was I even I kind of well, I stopped working in Manhattan because I want to save money by not having to go to the city, go to the city. And if I'm working in Queens, um, I come back home, eat, go back out. And when I do that, though, I don't get to play basketball. So I don't have that exercise the gyms are closed or they were closed so i wasn't doing that 
uh, because we didn't pay the rent, we don't have access to the amenities that we had before. And if I go to Blink, then they I seen they have lines outside to get in the Blink. So I'm like, I'm not about to wait on a line to go into a, a gym to have to wear a mask to work out. I'm not, I don't want to do that. Um, but I do think it's important to exercise. But I just feel like because of the whole coronavirus thing, they're trying, they're making, which is so strange, they're making working out the, one of the hardest things to do because even though it's supposed to help you, it's supposed to make you or help your immune system and things like that, but they don't want you, they, they'd rather you eat crazy ass food outside on the sidewalk, but they don't want you in a gym working out and playing basketball and things like that. So I think that that's silly personally. Um, so what was I saying? Um, Mm-mm-mm. Oh, right. So I saw that on the course it said exercise. So I'm like, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. I'm like, you know what? I need to definitely, I'm going to schedule in my week now to go out and play basketball. I'm going to put it in there. That I'm going to go and do something to get myself moving because I feel like I can definitely feel my body sort of deteriorating in a sense where it's like, I don't have the same muscle mass that I used to. I don't feel I'm, I'm healthy because of the food that I eat, but as far as on a muscular level, I don't feel like I am the way I used to be. So I need to go out and just be active more. Um, and one thing also that I got from that is, like I said earlier, to always do something. So that day and the next day, I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to like just make the bed when I get up. I'm going to like uh, maybe clean something or wash something. I'm going to do, do something to get my body moving. And I realized from doing that, that it helps me to do other things. So once it's like a snowball effect, once I start doing the little small things, like, okay, maybe I'll pick this up, pick that up. I'll wash two plates or I'll wash a spoon. I realized like, oh, okay. Like I'm actually able to do the larger thing I need to do. Like maybe make uh, video clips for the podcast or go and research something or go and something that's actually really beneficial, but it all started from me doing the smaller things. So right now that's what I'm using the course for. Um, and like I said, one thing I've realized, too, from talking to a couple of people is that their people are really like, uh, I guess, turned off by courses because they feel like it's a waste of money. Right now, for me specifically, I think that when it comes to having a course or whatever the case might be, a course may have, I don't know, a thousand documents or 30 different pages or 40 pages of things. Right. If you paid one hundred dollars for that course and you learn one thing, then it was beneficial. Like you may, you're not going to go from. Uh, you know, a hero or zero to a hero in overnight. And I remember one time I had said, I was talking to uh, my friend and we were talking about reading books, right? And I think that people, people read, people are always looking for that book that's going to make them rich and make them successful and make them happy and make them and fix all their problems. And I think it's so funny because there's no book that exists like that. And I, I, it was it's it was so like it was so dumbfounded to me before that, and then when I said it out loud, it made so much sense because I, I was dumbfounded by it. But it made so much sense when I said that because it helps you to understand that every the, the your character is built by a, a a surplus of things or multiple things. It's not built by one book or two books or three. Books. It's built by the fact that you read. All of these books that you've lived, all of this life that you've made these decisions, there's not going to be one thing that makes you go from here, a regular person to being whatever dream you have of, of doing. Um, so when I buy a course, I don't ever think like, OK, this is going to be the thing that turns my whole life around. I don't think of it like that. I think of 
what if I can learn something from this? Like I may learn one thing. And you think about like an alphabet, you need 26 letters to complete the alphabet. You can have 14 letters, but you're not going to get from A. You're not going to have all letters from A to Z if you only have 14 letters. But if you keep going out and trying to figure out, okay, I'm going to try and learn uh, real estate. Okay, now I learned this part of real estate. Now I have to learn uh, communications and I have to buy some books on communicating. Then you're like, oh shit, I got to learn a book, buy a book about selling. It's like, oh, okay, now I'm selling. Okay, boom. Now you got to learn about how to save the money that you made from real estate. And it's all of these things together that make you a successful person. If you go out and buy a book on real estate and you learn about real estate, that's cool. But if you don't know how to, if you don't know how to sell or you don't know how to communicate, then you buying real estate is going to be a lot harder. People really think that if you buy a book or buy a course, that you have to learn everything f about that subject. And the reason I'm saying I've talked to people this week about real estate and they, I feel like they're hesitant or um, they're not really for buying courses. And I just think that people who buy a course shouldn't be discouraged by not becoming rich from the course. If you learn anything from the course, then it was positive. Whether you paid four thousand dollars for it, two hundred dollars for it, seven hundred dollars for it, you learned something. Now can you you can try and figure, okay, how do I maximize my money the most? Sure, but you're going to learn something from the course. So, like I said, that's that was just my thing about course. I really I really wanted to get that out there because I feel like a lot of people really kind of judge whether it be um what are those called self-help courses or money financial guru courses it's like yeah they none of them are going to make you rich they're going to tell you something they're going to you're going to figure out something and you're going to learn more than a person who's doing nothing at all so um as far as courses go i think you should definitely look into them just to see what you get from get out of it so i'm going to look at the rest of his course i'm curious what else is, what else is on there because i like i said i don't think that i'm going to change my life but like I said, that one little thing of me reading exercise every week, it helped. It was one step to go, OK, you know what, Donovan, you need to make sure that you're doing something. Make sure you're active. And I realized, OK, now that I've had that in my head, it's like a little extra push to go. Yeah, you you know, you already know. Get up and go do something. That's how you make you feel better. Get up, do something. Um, and one thing I feel like also making me feel kind of or have made me feel kind of stagnant in the last week or so is the fact that we've been eating really bad food and. I realized when we eat bad food, it's kind of like an indicator of like what direction we're going in. So the same thing with other people I tell or I tell people all the time when it comes to food, we have the Bamboo Project food page. Um, people think you have to transition immediately all the way 100 percent on the first day. You don't have to go from eating meat to not eating meat from in, in one day. So what we're doing right now, because we already fell off and started eating bad food, we eat Papa John's, we had buffalo, we had uh, wings and ice cream and all types we just had a bunch of just bad food right and i think that it's just about um once about a time so right now we're going from you were eating bad food twice a day two three times a day to now we're only going to try and eat it once a day so that now we can transition back into eating healthier food regularly so that because like i said one thing also about eating bad food is it, just, it takes away your energy so you don't have energy to go out and do the things that you want to do, whether it be going to hang out with your girlfriend, whether it be going to hang out with your family, whether it be just have energy to go to the gym or energy that you need to just do whatever goals you have. It's really geared and tied to the food that you eat. So I'm like, OK, we need to make sure that we're eating food a lot better. Um, and. Yeah, so oh, and then Melissa was has her period now, so even with the food thing, their food really, it definitely uh, ties into 
how girls are when they're on their period. So things can be really bad if you're eating bad food or it can be a lot better if you're eating good food. She was going through a whole lot of stuff during uh, her first day of her period since we've been eating a lot of bad food. Um, but that is the life update for episode 29. Uh, next segment is episode playback. So as far as episode 28 goes, my thing is which, which is what you kind of which is what you kind of hear now on the podcast is me trying to get the audio right because I feel like last week was a good episode, but the audio was so fucked up and I was trying to mess with it through afterwards post production trying to get it to sound decent or audible, but I still don't like the way it sounds. So I'm trying to get it right now so I can learn okay, what is making the audio sound that bad. Um so I think we kind of figured it out today. So I'm going to be I'm, I'm hoping when I listen to this later that it, it sounds the way I think it's supposed to sound. Um, yeah, yeah. In the intro, I, I was trying to do like a, a different intro last time, too. I was like, you know, more like a pizzazz. Nah, that shit. I, I ain't like that when I heard it. I was like, mm-hmm. be, be, watch me turn to a billionaire. And it's like, no, that's not. No, that's not really me. As I was mm, I was mm, nah. That's all I can say. It's just not nah on that. Um. And I had said in the podcast last week is that I don't mind asking people for help. And I asked, no, I think I said I don't want to ask people for help, but it was more so about I don't want to rely on people. Like, I don't like it. I just feel because like I said last week, I might have said this, too. I think I'm, I think I touched on this. It's like. For me, if I have to rely on somebody and they don't do the thing that I rely on them for. It's like it's a slap in the face to me. It's like, oh shit, okay. Well, if I if I can't rely on you for the thing that I'm supposed to rely on you for, what are you doing? Like, what's what's the point of you being here if I can't if you're unreliable? Um, so I'm like, okay, I have no problem asking for help. I ask for help all the time. If I need help with something, I'll ask. Um, because I don't because in my brain, asking for help is not relying on somebody. Just asking for information. But to give somebody the control and the power to go, okay, this is your thing. I'm going to step over here and you do that thing. If I come back to the thing that you were supposed to be doing and it's not done, I'm like, what you what you doing? Like, what you, what's, what's going on here? Um, so, like I said, that's something I want to touch on, too, from last week. And the one of the reasons, because there are multiple reasons for this podcast. There's probably like 20 reasons I started this podcast. Um, one of them is to help me recognize patterns in my own life because... The more I talk about it, the more I'll see it when I'm editing it, the more I'll remember it from old podcasts. And as far as patterns go, like, let's say next year around this time, I'm like, yo, do you notice that some bad shit happens to me around August every year? Like, and I have proof on camera. Like, yeah, you see this last August in 2020, this weird shit was happening and this weird shit was happening. And then by December, I got some magical money and then some great shit happened to me in February. And then by April, some bad shit. I, I want to be able to have these things catalog. So I can be able to go, okay, what am I doing that is causing these problems to keep happening? Because one thing I think people go through is that they are too close to the situation to see the problem. So they realize like, okay, I know something. I keep getting into the same situation, but I don't know why or how. Um, but if you could record yourself making decisions, then you can be able to go, oh, I see that every time I go to save money, I decide, no, I'm going to actually buy uh, I want to buy a camera instead. And you start seeing that over and over again. You're like, wait a minute. I realize now whenever I get money, I do this bad decision with it. So I'm going to stop doing that. But if you don't have yourself recorded or you don't have yourself, you don't write it down or things like that, you won't actually know what the pattern that you're, is that you're doing that's causing you to have the same responses and the same outcomes over and over again. 
Um, so for me, the podcast definitely helps in that way. Another purpose of the podcast, too, is for me to kind of help to get through speaking better because I definitely want to be more articulate. I want to be able to convey and communicate better. And I want to help. I want to start speaking slower, but I don't know if it's like a if it helps with me if I'm selling. I don't know if it's why I speak so fast. I've been doing it since I was uh, born, honestly. Um, that different. Re- I've said before different reasons why I think I speak fast, but it's it's some, it's a weird thing to try and break as far as spe- speaking fast because when you're doing it, like I don't think I'm speaking fast, so it gets weird. I'm like, damn, should I speak this slow? And if I was speaking this slow, is this normal? So that's what be fucking me up too. Um, but like I said, that's one of the main things I have uh, for this podcast. One of the main reasons to recognize the patterns over and over again. I can see. And I could break them so I could actually, you know, progress in my life. Um, and Donovan's questions. We did not have one of these last week, but this week we have one of Donovan's questions. So here we go. Ready? Take, take a seat. Take, take a deep breath. Listen to this. What is something that makes a lot of money, but people don't gravitate towards? Okay. Now, I'm going to say it again. Okay. Now, this could be an industry. It could be anything. Anything that people put money towards okay what is something that makes a lot of money but people do not gravitate towards okay you guys figure that out like i said if you want leave a dm or leave a comment people could talk about it in the comments uh so now today's topics what is so i actually was talking to a friend over the weekend uh, a couple days ago and we had this conversation about i guess women and the, the way he was talking about his woman actually made me uh, appreciate Melissa more because he the way he was just talking about it, I was just like, wow. Like, he, like you ever hear somebody talk about something that makes you feel good about something? Like, it was that. And mind you, it was just over text. So I'm going to read to you what he was saying to me. And like I said, it was, it was just crazy um, because we were talking about he uh, bought a house where he lives at and uh he was saying how we got it and things like that because i saw he had a gym in his basement i'm like yeah i definitely need to get me a gym in my basement so that i could so that i could work out uh in my house so i have to worry about that kind of stuff so let me see he was saying read the messages to you guys see like i said this shit was so i guess it was i feel like it was so much passion in what he said i was just like wow this is kind of crazy um Okay, so I'm going to read some of the messages. Um, I had said to him, I'm getting into real estate and trying to see other places outside of New York City because the laws and price points here make it hard to wholesale. I wouldn't mind looking where you live, especially if they have houses like that. Uh, I was like, yeah, this pandemic is pushing me more away from the city life, though. I do enjoy the views and amenities, but what's an amenity if you pay for it and they can decide to just take it away from you? He said, everyone asked me why I decided to stay here. He said, right now, it's the state with the lowest uh, COVID rates and less than 60 deaths. He said, I saw the potential to achieve everything I wanted in life here. I have accomplished so much over the past years. This year, I turned 30. All my goals I set out to accomplish at 30. I got them all at 29. He said, we have to take our future into our hands with hard work and planning. I was saving up with my fiance for this house for a while now. The kicker is, without her achieving all these goals would be impossible. Uh, let me read that again. He said, the kicker is without her, achieving all these goals would be impossible. She is the most important investment of all. And I said, how has having her in your life helped achieve that? He said, unlimited encouragement, 
through failures, disappointment, great partnership on everything. She never thinks that my ideas are crazy, even when they are outrageous to me at times. She asks me every day how my day is, even when she knows my same response. Every day she asks what I want to eat before I get home is done. She said, he said, truthful transparency and reciprocal devotion in everything. 50-50 partner on every decisions. Um, I'm going to read that last word again. He said, it's truthful, truthful transparency and reciprocal devotion in everything. It's a 50-50 partnership on every decision. Um, he said, LOL, through my fitness journey, she prepared all my meals. She did the nutrition part of my journey, which is the most difficult part. I said, that's dope. I said, uh... I think the ability for women to nurture, I said, I think the ability for women to nurture the intrinsic part of us is their superpower and it's greatly overlooked even by me. It's hard for me to feel it for whatever stubborn reason, but logically I understand it. And it's very refreshing to hear someone talk about their fiance the way you do, because I really, if ever hear that. Um, and then he said, I've always thought, he said, I've always thought that my success was just down to my hard work and ambition until it hit after a decade with her that it was not me alone. She achieved the same goals as me and then some, even makes more than me and taught me how to drive, even makes more than me, taught me how to drive, trust me with her car. Even when we had one car, she drove me up at 5.30 a.m. for the past four years. She never complained until we bought a second car. So I'm just like, listen to, I was like, wow, that's crazy. Cause a lot of times I'm talking to guys, look, a lot of times I'll be talking to guys and it's usually the same type of story. Like, damn, my girl, she ain't shit. I'm about to cheat on her. Fuck her. She's, you know, she ain't shit, blah, 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 blah. It's like, you know, guys will, guys enjoy being around their girl, but you rarely hear about them speak about them so passionately. So I hear that. I was like, wow. Like I, like I said to him, it's very refreshing to hear that because most guys are like, damn, my girl's annoying me. She ain't shit. And I'm pretty sure he kind of mentioned that a little bit. There's some that there are some things that probably annoyed him about her. But just to hear him talk about it like that, I, I rarely uh, ever hear that. So I definitely want to just kind of put that energy out into the world for anybody listening to hear like, yeah, like people like you can talk about your girl in a very passionate and positive way. Um, it You know, it's still cool to do. So um, so I wanted to definitely touch on that. Uh, when we treat someone like a man, uh, I'll probably say that for last. Oh, it's my beard. Um, now, one thing that I really want to get to today is toxic relationships, right? And I really want to touch on this because it's it's so it's so important to understand when somebody when you yourself is being toxic and when somebody else is being toxic. Um, so a lot of the the the, the age old stories about how guys uh, who are bad guys or bad boys attract girls. Right. And we always like we we hear it. But then we get into that situation and we don't understand why it happened. You're like, damn, why she like him? I don't understand. He ain't shit, blah, 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 right? Um, and I think it's innate for girls. I think girls like excitement. I think at their core, they like to be excited, right? Now, for me, this is how I interpret excitement. Excitement cannot happen without danger. Danger and excitement go hand in hand. So anytime that now the level of danger could be very small, but there's still danger. I don't really know of girls who maybe I don't think maybe in their brain they would get excited by it. But I think on a logical level, a girl that uh, on a logical level, I think girls who think about a guy saving money does not turn them on. If, if a girl thinks about a guy who's like, yeah, I go home and I save five dollars on my check every week. So at the end of the year, I'm going to have whatever that math is, five times 52. I'm going to have that money saved up. 
I don't think any girl is like, oh my God, that is so sexy. Oh my God, I want to fuck you. I don't think that happens. Um, I don't think they get that rush in their stomach about that. But I do think that if a guy was to pull up at your house randomly and it, out of the clear blue say, hey, I'm outside, let's go get something to eat, you know, just random stuff like that, it, it'd be exciting for you, right? And the reason like that can be dangerous is because you don't know what's going to happen. You didn't expect that. So there's a danger in not knowing what's coming. And like I said earlier, it's not always about, oh, I might die, danger, just about the idea of not knowing what could possibly happen. It's a form of excitement. Um, which is why you go on a roller coaster, you go to the top, you feel that adrenaline rushing because you know you're going to fall, you're about to fall. So that's still dangerous, even though you know you're inside of a you know harness and everything else like that. You still get that feeling of, oh my God, I'm in danger, but it's exciting to feel that, right? And I think that a lot of uh, quote-unquote good guys don't understand what that, what that how you have to have that in a relationship, right? So I'm talking to uh, a girl recently, and she was saying to me how she has a guy friend that would just come to her house and pick her up uh, and just, you know, randomly do stuff like that. But his whole lifestyle does not suit being in a relationship. So he's very sporadic. He's over here. He's over there. He's driving from this state to that state. He is uh, he don't have an actual stable job. He ups and leaves jobs whenever he feels like it. He just does whatever he wants to do. He, he doesn't really he's not tied down anywhere. Right. And to most girls hearing that. It's it's exciting. It's like, oh, my God, we get to just do stuff randomly. Oh, my God, you're going to pick me up from my job. We're going to just go travel somewhere. Oh, that sounds so much fun, right? But the problem with that is that that doesn't work if you try to be in a actual relationship because the thing that you like him for, for being sporadic, will be very uh, damning in a relationship because you're at home like, damn, where is he? He's not here. He's out doing whatever he does. That's what, he, that's what you fell in love with him for. He's just a sporadic person. You come home one day, you want to put your feet up, you wonder where he's at. Well, he just had to drive to Georgia because he wanted to get a coffee. And you're like, what? Why did that? He's like, well, they have good coffee, so I drove to Georgia to get coffee. And you're like, what the f- why would you do that? That's that's retarded. That's ridiculous. But the, that same energy or that same logic or pattern that made him do that is the same things that made you feel all wet and horny when you were with him. Those are the same type of things. And when it comes to, I guess, a guy, because when it Okay, for me, I understand because I understand this. I'm like, okay, I have to put, I have to make sure that that is in the relationship. So for people who are listening, if you are not the crazy guy who's going to go and do, you know, pull up to her job with, I don't know, what's something that might be exciting for a guy to do? Just pull up to her job randomly and say we're going out to eat. Maybe not that guy. Maybe that's not your thing. Maybe you have things to do. Whatever the case might be, you have to figure out a way to still be exciting to her because girls at their core they love that type of excitement they love that type of quote-unquote danger um and like i said it this i just think it's weird because i think that everybody or most guys know that girls like this but they don't proactively go out and decide okay how can i it's funny enough scare my my girl right um and scare her in a way that it could possibly be dangerous but she won't actually get hurt an example of that was one time i was talking to a girl a long time ago and uh she was i was in my dad's car and i was dropping her off at her house and i think i was like i think i said something like you know she'll give me a kiss something like that and she was like no she don't want to give me a kiss she don't want to get out the car i'm like listen that's fine right um but maybe she's asking where we are i don't know what the question was. it was something i feel like it was a kiss 
But either way, I'm like, look, I'm going home. You can get out the car here in front of your house, or you can walk from the end of the block. She's like, I'm not getting out the car. I'm like, all right. So I drove to the end of the block. I'm like, listen, with the end of the block, I'm going to make this turn, and I'm going to go down the block again to my house, towards my house. You can get out here and walk back, or you're going to have to walk from three blocks away. She's like, I'm not getting out the car. I'm like, all right. So I drove three blocks away. I'm like, listen, you're three blocks from your house. You can get out three blocks away and walk back to your house, or I'm going to keep you up to my house, and you're going to be six blocks away. So what you want to do? She's like, I'm not getting out the car. I'm like, all right, you sure? All right, fine. So I we probably drive like half a mile towards my house, and I'm like, listen, I'm not taking you back home. I don't know why you think I'm taking I'm, I'm not joking. You're not. I'm not driving you back to your house. So you can get out here and walk back, or you can go all the way back to my house and walk from my house. Which is probably over a mile from my, from from my house to your house. What do you want to do? She's like, I don't want to get out the car. I'm like, all right, fine. So we get close, closer to my house, and I'm like, listen, you think I'm joking, and I'm not joking. Like, I'm not driving you back to your house. She's like, oh my god, you serious? I'm like, I'm not. I, I I drove to your house first. I said, here you are. You can get out. You didn't want to get out. You thought I was playing with you. I wasn't playing. So here we are. So she's like, oh, I can't let you do this. Fine, fine, whatever, fine, right? So she get out the car, and I'm like, all right, later. I drive to my dad's house, put the car in the driveway, go inside my house, go inside his house, go in my room, get ready for bed, right? My dad's like, so, uh, you know, how, how did night go? I'm like, ah, right, you know, it was cool. I dropped her off. Or I tried dropping her off. She didn't want to listen, so she had to walk back from where I dropped her off. She was, he, he was like, Niles, Niles, you, you, you ain't take her back home? I'm like, I took her home. She didn't want to get out the car. So I said, listen, if you stay in this car, you'll come back to my house and you have to walk from my house. He's like, no, nah, you can't do that. That's fuck. You can't. Why would you do that? She's a girl. She's a woman. Why? Oh my god. Why would you do that? And I'm like, uh, she tried to test me. She thought I was gonna. She thought I was gonna drive her back to her house. I told her I'm not driving her back to her house, but she didn't want to listen. I'm like, all right, fine. So my dad's like, no, no, mouse. I wish you better than that. You can't do that. I'm like, all right. Now I'm starting to feel bad. I'm like, but did I do the wrong thing? I'm like, maybe I should go get her back. I'm like, it is. Mind you, it's nighttime. It's probably like. 11 30 at night maybe somewhere it's definitely dark outside right so i'm like ah you know all right i'll go back and pick her up and i'll take her back to her house because that's fucked up she mind you she had to walk from over a mile from where i dropped her off at to her house at night so i get back in the car i go and look for her right she has somehow i don't know if she ran back to her house but she got back to her house i feel like pretty soon um so i don't i think when i got there i had called her and she was already home. Either way, either way, I think that's what happened. Um, so I came back to my house. I'm on the phone with her, right? Now, this is the shit that people don't. This is the shit that guys who don't who don't do things like this will just won't understand. Because when I did it, I didn't understand. No, let me not say that. I understood why. Like, I know why. I think it's retarded. I think it's stupid. But I understand exactly why this happens. This girl told me that that was the most exciting thing that's ever happened to her in her life, right? probably a little bit exaggeration but she said this was a very exciting thing her blood was rushing and shit like that right now how is that not disrespectful to me like in my brain i'm like i dropped i left you a mile from your house and i did not take you back home how is that exciting to you right but in her mind it was a dangerous oh my god he gonna really do this he gonna leave me outside oh shit i can't believe he's gonna do that right so did i pick her up in the house now, I don't, I don't remember if I picked her up. All I know is the main point of the story is when I told her that I came to pick her up, she said that was some bitch ass shit. That's what she told me. She said after leaving her on the street 
and then going back to get her, that was some bitch ass shit. But leaving her was exciting, right? So I had, I'm saying, listen, listen, you don't understand. I was going to leave your ass outside. My dad convinced me that I was doing some wrong shit to go over there and get you. He, she was like, oh, no, that's some bitch shit. I don't know why he did that. Now, listen to that story again. Think about it. I left her outside at 1130 at night to walk home a mile from her house, and she was excited. I go to get her to keep her safe, and she's like, that's some bitch ass shit. Now, if you are a human being, you cannot... There's no way I believe that you can think that that is a safe thing to do. How does it make you a bitch for going to take her to take her back home? But here's the thing. If you don't know the game, you're going to think that, oh, I don't understand why this is going on. If you know the game, then you understand why that had to be done. Right now, the reason I'm bringing this up, right, is because there's a benefit of being toxic in relationship. Right. It's a, it's a benefit to it because girls find it exciting for whatever. Listen, I biologically they just can't help themselves when they shit like that happens they go oh oh god oh my god my shoulders and my stomach and my, and my titties everything is just jiggling right that's how, that's how they feel their loins is on fire everything right and like i said to earlier i think that shit is ridiculous i think that shit is stupid and a lot of guys also think it's stupid but girls still want you to do it another thing because i said being for some strange reason i don't listen because this shit is this shit sits in my soul so much okay Recently, uh, Melissa was on a uh, on the gram and a girl was talking about how she wanted her man to choke her. Right. On while they was having sex. Right. Now, she's like, yeah, he was stroking me, but it wasn't good enough. So I told him that she said go harder or did she say she said go harder. She told him to, to, to stroke it harder. You know, what he decided to do. He started choking her. Right now, if I could, if my memory serves me correct, she was OK choking at first. Yes. Oh, he wasn't talking hard enough. Now, like I said, girls love this danger thing, right? It's just, it's just it's just a part of life. It's a part of reality. It's just how it goes. There's no, there's no, I don't know how to get around it. It's just what it is, right? So she was like, choke me harder. You're not choking me hard enough, right? So he decided to go, okay, bitch, I got you. I'm going to choke you harder. Start giving her the death grip. She, she started to start blacking out. You know what he does? Two hands on her throat. Now he's choking her with two hands. She's like, I'm seeing lights. She's seeing stars and shit like in fucking Looney Tunes. They got the birds around their head. That's what she's doing, right? She can't see. You know what's going on. She's tapping his arm like, which I still don't believe she was really doing. I feel like she was saying she was doing that, but she was, because he's still fucking her. Like, why she ain't scream, stop, nothing. She's tapping his arm like this is fucking wrestling. So she's getting stroked down. He's choking her to death. And she's talking about some in the, in the on her Instagram story that, oh, this is, uh, this it was how how dare he do this? How dare he? How fucking dare? Nate, how I'm gonna come watch watch when I watch when I tell you this shit. How dare he? He's he's so disrespectful. How can he do that? He didn't see me. And I was choking. So she went in the bathroom. Was she crying in the bathroom? Okay. So she went in the bathroom. Oh, he was crying. Was he crying? So she went in the see. This is this what I be saying. This is what I be saying. So mind you, she was talking about how he was choking her to death. He was choking her to death. According to her, these are her words, right? So afterwards, he stopped. She goes in the bathroom and she's all mad and huff, or she's saying she's all mad and huff. Uh, I can't believe he would do that. I almost died. What's wrong with him? He don't know any blah 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 blah. What's the girl's nonsense, right? So he come in the bathroom. He's like, "What happened? You good? What's going on?" She's like, "I can't believe you almost killed me. I almost died, right?" He's like, "Yo, what you mean? What you you told me to go hard? She's like, That's not what I meant. I didn't mean to kill me." He, he's like, "Oh, I I know my bad, right?" Do you know that she said that this man started crying? And you know what she did? She shitted on him for crying about almost killing her. 
Because he felt bad. Is that true? So. What did she say? She was consoling him. I didn't get the energy. That's not what I got from her saying that he was crying. Why she even put that in there? Listen. So, as a guy looking in, I felt like she was trying to shit on him for crying. She was like, why is he even crying? Then she, I feel like she asked why he crying. I feel like she's like, why are you even crying for? What you crying for? Why are you crying? I think she, yeah, because she was like, why are you crying? I'm the one that was about to die. Because I almost killed you. I feel bad. I'm a human being. You said I almost killed you. I'm, I'm like, yo, I'm empathetic. Like, yo, I almost killed. I didn't mean to do that. I'm apologizing. And you like, why am I crying? Because you almost died. That's why I'm crying. Because you almost died. And here you are looking at me like a bitch. Because I don't, I'm crying <laughs> because I almost killed you. Well, you should have thought of that. <laughs> so, and this is this I'll be talking about with girls. This I'll be talking about, right? And this is the problem that I have. Another thing that girls do. This is, this is. And like I said, I understand. I understand all of this shit. I get it. I've been in the game long enough to know this is a part of the game. It's a part of life, right? Because another thing that girls do, which they won't, they'll, I don't know if they'll admit to this. Because they do this shit, but they're going to they act like they don't. Because they can't, you can't prove it. But so they're going to act like they don't do it, right? Let me know if any guy out there has ever. Because girls will, girls will pretend like this shit don't happen. But also not all the guys will be like, bro, that happens. And the girls will be like, nah, no, it don't. Hey, listen to this, right? So, guys will be like, yeah, I was fucking this girl, and she was saying no, but she meant yes, right? Now, girls be like, we don't do that. We don't say that. We don't, we don't pretend to not want the sex, but we actually want the sex. Because why would any person, why would any person who wants to have sex with you be like, nah, nah? Because now, if you go past that, that means what? What that mean? That mean you trying to fuck after she said no? After she gave you signals? Why? Right. So, Melissa, do you, is this something that you are uh, familiar with? Yeah. With uh, telling guys no and pushing them off even when you want the penis? Mm -hmm. uh, at some point, that probably happened. Okay. And why is that? Because I don't know what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. I, like I said, it was at some point, like probably, probably, yes. That can this come closer? Oh, you have, you have a memory in mind that that happened? Oh, please elaborate. Can you, can you bring this light closer to me? Because I feel like we need those two big ass white boxes. Because I could tell by your face that you look like you remember some shit that you did. Uh huh. And then, but it, it depends. Okay. It depends. Okay. Um, I'm listening. <laughs> I think that only really happened with maybe, maybe like three people. Three people. Okay. You, you care to elaborate on these three people that you tried to set up for a rape charge? I did not. Okay. What'd you call it? It was because I didn't, I didn't, it wasn't okay. I don't think, I didn't tell them no. Okay. I didn't tell them no. Okay. Maybe I did. Maybe I did. Okay. Maybe she did tell him no. Okay. Maybe she did try to get them put in jail. Okay. Okay. I'm listening. How you try to set these these young men up for a life in prison? How how did I do that? You want to tell them right now? We we wait for you to tell them how you almost put these men in prison. But but I did give my consent once my mind was changed. So he had to persuade you after you told him no. Or did you tell him no as a lie? Which one is it? 
because it sounds no, like no. okay because the first the first one was the second person i ever had sex with okay so i wasn't sure if that's really what i wanted to do uh-huh um is it true I don't think I said no to that one. I think it was a third person. Okay. I think it was a third person. Okay. And honestly, I think the time that I said no, we didn't have sex. Okay. So I don't even think anything happened to, with that person. The second person, that done swapped the window from, yeah. So honestly, this probably only ever happened with one person. Not that uh-huh. I really think about it. Yeah. And how it happened with that person. It's a wild ass story. Oh, please, let me hear this. Because this is what this is what people want to hear. Because this is what I'm talking about. This shit I'm be, be talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. I told you, girls don't want to talk about it. They be like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. And then they have a, a <laughs> list of times they told men no. There, no, no, no. This list been redacted down to one person. Okay. And they were asking me. Uh huh. And this sounds so crazy. Because it made, it made a lot of sense while it was Yeah, sure. Uh huh. It always makes sense when it's happening. Until you, make, you, think, until you think about it, it's like, damn, that shit was wild. He started using a Jamaican accent. What? <laughs> That's how you got it? <laughs> See, that's some real Caribbean shit. I never shut that in my life. Okay. So, uh, so, okay. So, you were, he was saying no. No, you were saying no at first. And he said Wagwan, and he was nah, like, <laughs> and he was like, he was like, oh yes. Say he was like, but, but it was big body guy, right? That's what he said. And he was, he was like, he was like, oh yes. He was like, oh yes. He was like, oh yes. I am a big body guy. Uh huh. He said, yes, I am. That was supposed to happen. He, he, he used the accent, and I was like, I might have been under some type of influence. Uh-huh. Um. But that that is one hundred percent healthy. Yep. But why did you say no? Um, uh, because it was like uh-huh. it was our first time hanging out with him. Uh huh. Did you want to have sex? Obviously, you did. I was attracted to him. Yes. That wasn't the question I asked you. <laughs> <laughs> the question was. Um, was I aroused? Yeah, sure. Did you go through the intentions of getting your back blown out? That's the question. No. I went there with the intentions to meet this person. At their house. See how he is, huh? At their house? We went to the beach, but his house was near the beach. Uh, so, it just kind of happened. That's uh-huh. like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. Like, oh, my house is nearby. Let's go over there. Get, get to work. Uh, that is... Not Listen, necessarily what happened. Like I said, this is my thing about this. Is this is why? I, why if I, did the water spill? Okay, nothing that work. No. Oh, Honestly, I didn't even know that I caught it. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh my shoulder. My adrenaline. Oh my, my god! The light just almost fell on the floor, and we all jumped. Me, Katie, <laughs> Melissa, everybody tried to catch it. I, I caught it. Oh that's god. lit. I didn't even know that I caught it. I don't do my shoulder out of place. Trying to catch that shit. My my my, my pelvis is fucked up. That's that's staying in the in the video. I can't even sit. Can't even move. He let me stay right here underneath this thing. Uh, 
Jesus, my shoulder. Oh, my shoulder trying to catch the right FL. Oh my God. If I need to go back to the gym and work out and, and exercise because I tried to catch a light that almost fell. I didn't catch it. My shoulder's fucked up. Um, anyways, as I, as I was saying before, somebody tried to kill me with the light. Um, like I said, this is why it's exciting for me to be in toxic relationships because it's fun. It's, they, toxic relationships are based off of emotion only is what feels good. That's it. They don't, it does, there is no logic in toxic emotions. When it's manipulation, whether it be happiness or whatever the case might be, it's all based off of emotion. There is no logic. It doesn't make sense. It's just, how do I feel? That is why you hear things like there was a book called Ice uh, Pimp by Iceberg Slim, I believe. And there's a, there's a part in the book where the guy says that he would beat a woman. Was it in the book or was he talking about an interview? I don't remember. Either way, he would say that he would beat a woman right or he'd be one of his holes he's a, he was a pimp and then he would uh i think he would beat her with a, with a hanger and then he would like put her in a bath and like give her like a bath and wash her because it's all about feeling good it's not about like forget that i beat you don't forget about that just remember like you feel good now and the reason that you got beat is because it's your fault that's why you got beat not because of what i did it's because something that you did that's toxicity they that's what it, it's all about making you feel good and them having power over you. That's what it's all about, right? Um, so, but girls love this shit. Girls love being in toxic relationships. They love being toxic to people. It's 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 in their nature and that I believe. Now, yeah, I believe guys are also very toxic because this is something that I've this is something that I've learned recently is that how toxic guys are. Um, and I just I don't understand. I mean, but then it's like maybe guys are toxic because that's what gets girls, huh? Hey, the What you mean? It's 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 yeah yeah. yeah I don't understand. It's y'all fault. It is y'all fault. You said what? We were toxic when we got y'all. That's how we got y'all. Girls need to have higher standards. That's the problem. Stop being toxic people. If a guy's toxic, tell him why he's toxic and stop talking to him. That's it. Girls be like, no, I want to fix him. I want to make him better. I wanna make... What? Listen, you, you're right. You're very right. Um, She was saying that I be like, because I do be trying to fix people a lot. And I have been trying to work on that as I have been in my adult life. Um, I have stepped away from that. Um, But I feel like that's what be happening. I feel like. Yeah, I, I really believe. It's, yeah, and at what point do you, you have no choice but to fix them? Because, like, what, what else are you going to work with if they all like that? Oh, uh, yeah, I know. And that's why I'm like, but I be thinking that this out there, that be out there, but I don't know where they at. Oh, find them. Give us a map. Tell us where they are. I don't know where they at. I don't know how to find them. You don't know how we going to Because y'all make the decisions. Y'all make them. I have to how find them. By telling them they're toxic. If I go to my man and say, yo, bro, you being, you, you being mean to your girl, bro. And he's like, yeah, bro, but she wants to fuck every day. What am I supposed to tell him? Why does that constitute being mean to her? No, 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 no. I'm saying, if he's, if I'm saying, I'm saying to him, bro, you're being toxic to your girl. You're doing this wrong. You shouldn't be cheating on her. You shouldn't be cheating like that. You're doing some wrong shit. He's like, yeah, bro, but she's, always, she's, coming, she's coming right now to bring me lunch. She's going to my dick in the park. And we're going to have sex when we get home. And she's gonna buy me a a vacation. He's gonna stop doing that? Why? T- 
Toxic gets you stuff. Why would he not do that? Girl. If the guy, if that guy didn't pussy, he would do it, but it don't, so he doesn't. That's how that works. Um. So, like I said, I think that that's that's a huge problem I have with girls being toxic because not girls with with toxicity. Um. From I not let me not say that it's not the problem. It is a problem that I have with it. Um. But I'm just explaining that you have to have a you have to understand that a certain level of toxicity is necessary in a relationship. I don't want to believe that. That's what I've seen so far as to be true. But until I have evidence that that is not the case, that is what I am standing on right now. That you need to have. I am working on having a relationship with no toxicity in it. But until I am proven that that is a thing that can happen, I'm standing on the fact that you need to have a little bit like an easy weensy teeny bit of toxic traits because it keeps your relationship exciting. And girls love exciting relationships because it's like, oh my God, is he going to cheat on me? I don't know. Oh my God, is he going to beat me? I don't know. Oh my God, what's going to happen? I don't know. That's how they feel. So what, what is your level of toxicity? Um, my level of toxicity is, but like, you mean like my toxic, my toxic traits or the things that I know help the relationship by being toxic? Like, sure, that's the second one. Okay. Uh, um, I know that, let me see if I'm toxic. That not trying to console you when you cry is better for you. See, she's smiling. She's getting wet right now. See, see, now she got a big ass smile on her face. Sure. So whatever you want to call it. Like it's. You would you would think a person would think, oh, this person is crying. Let me go console them. Let me go help them out. You do that, you a bitch. They call you a bitch, bro. I'm telling you. As you heard earlier, the girl was like, "You gonna help me after you had to kill me? What's wrong with you, bitch ass?" Like that's what happens, right? You try to help them after you try to after you hurt them. Now you a bitch. That's what that's how it works. Um. So yeah, that's one example. Um, let me see something else that would be, I think, um, not having sex. It's probably one too. You did it on purpose? No, but I understand what comes from it when I don't do it. You want to have sex. Like, I don't purposely go into, but a lot of guys, you'd be like, my girl wants to have sex. We got to have sex right now because she said, let's have sex. But I know, that's like I said, it goes back to what people would think. You would think that if your girl wants to have sex, you have sex with her. That's what the, that's what the brain goes to. Your girl's crying. You console her, right? It's, this is what the, somehow our brains think this. But if I was to do that, then you would be, you, you, I don't think that. Uh, if I was to try and have sex as much as you lead me to believe that you want to have sex, I don't think you would like that. I think you'd be like, Donovan, I'm trying to get work done. And I'd be like, oh, Melissa, what do you mean? I want to have more sex. You said we should have more sex. We're having more sex. You disagree with that? Huh? You disagree with that? Um, I don't know. My body reacts to what you said. I don't I didn't think it. <laughs> 
Oh, uh, this is a reaction. It was like a head turn, and her body, her body turned to the side. Like, uh, yeah. So that's what I think. And like I said, and this is what I when I say these things, it's just because you don't want. It's I don't even know. I don't I don't understand this. I don't get it. It's just how life works right now. I don't understand being calm all the time. Nobody likes that. Nobody wants to be calm all the time. You think it's fun. Maybe I'm toxic. That's why I like to not be calm all the time. I don't know. No, he be stressing me out all the time. Up here and down here and up here and down here and up here and down here. Right. Is that what I'm saying? It's not, I don't. I don't want it, but it's there. Like I, it's like I don't know how things would be. Things were always good. I don't know how that works. I don't know what that looks like. When you're not annoying me. When do I annoy Melissa? When do I? Because you know you be doing the same stuff all the time. When do I annoy you? That's what I want to know. I really want to know when does Donovan annoy Melissa? Because the people listening want to know when. What do I do that annoys Melissa? That annoys me. Yes. Uh, when you be laughing, bro. <laughs> Mind you, this is what she. T- Listen, lately she been getting annoyed with me because I laugh in my sleep. She be like, "Who are you in your sleep thinking about?" Like on a, like on a serious note, like she. It's not like oh she joke. She really be like. She, when she asks me, she be joking. But when she hear me laughing and I'm sleeping, I know she be like, what the fuck he's sleeping? What the fuck he dreaming about? What the fuck is that? So when I wake up, she be like, what you was, what you was thinking, what you was, what you was dreaming about? And I'm like, I don't know. Well, you was laughing and you was mumbling something. I'm like, it was a dream. Maybe I was laughing. Well, what was it about? I'm like, I don't fucking know. I don't know what the fuck it was about. But she really be. You be mad happy in your dreams. Can't be happy with have no emotion on his face unless he on Instagram or something while I was watching the video. It's like he be he be really laughing. Like hearty laugh. Like a genuine laugh that comes from his soul and I don't understand. I don't understand. Again, this is Happy I, mean, I it's not like I don't want you to laugh. Like, you know, like, no, no, you want me to laugh when it's with you? Yes. That's it. I do. That's, That's it. it. You're not that but you're not that funny. You gotta be funny. That's the problem. You gotta you not you gotta learn how to be funny. I be I be making you laugh sometimes though. I mean, I guess, or whatever, maybe. So, that's one thing that, me. that I laugh when I'm <laughs> sleeping without her. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, uh, when, when you point out what I'm doing wrong. Okay, when I point out what you're doing wrong, okay. Is it necessary? I think it's necessary. Do I like it? No, it's annoying, but it is what it is. Okay. Um, I feel like it's mad. Don't think about it. Yeah. Cause, and the reason why I say that one too is because sometimes, I mean, when you point it out, it's typically when I'm oblivious to it. That's the whole point of pointing it out. But when it's kind of like walking down the street and someone's like, why you did your hair like that? And it's like, damn, I didn't even look at you. What do you mean? What? Mm. It's, it, it be feeling like that in my Oh. Like that, I guess. I mean, like I said, I be. I guess I I would consider that one one because I feel like there could be things as to why I do that that could be problematic. I just don't know why I do that because I could I can I can spin it so that it sounds positive, but I don't know if that's me spinning it or if it's actually a positive thing. I don't. It's not that spinning it that it sounds positive. It's just that sometimes I wonder if the thing that's upsetting you is something that's been happening over time and then that's and you're telling me then and then um that's why it comes off the way that it does or if maybe you're upset or something 
like maybe you're just not in a good mood overall and then i did this thing while you're already not in a good mood so it kind of you'll just say what's on your mind then so i don't know when when's the difference between the two but yeah mm-hmm. yeah so those are my things that melissa says annoys her um do you have any more that you would like to bring to the, the front of the class Mm, when you don't answer me. Oh. Well. Yeah. Just, just yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, she be saying stuff that don't need to be answered. So I feel like, <laughs> like, she be she be trying to. This is what I be saying. Let's be like, this is why I be saying to DM me because I can tell y'all about all these things that girls do. I have the I have a whole sheet in my head. I know exactly how it's the same game plan all the time, right? They, she be she come up to me, right? She'll do, some, she'll do some foul shit that she shouldn't have done. I'd be like, Melissa, why you do that, right? And she'll come to me and be like, Donovan. <laughs> right? And then I, when I don't respond to her, <laughs> she'll go and pout or something, right? And then she'll be looking at me when I'm doing something else. And I feel looking at me. I know she's looking at me. But I'm not, I'm not going to look at her because she's going to look at me and be like, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm just going to ignore her because I know what she's doing. This is what I'm saying. This is exactly what we're talking about. And it's like, it's the same game they all do the same thing they do it's a it's a it's a there's a class that they take that i don't know exists it must have been in the third grade that they went to and we wasn't allowed to you know what it was i know when it was you know when girls start getting a period and they'd always say oh, i'm going to the bathroom to fix something but they didn't tell you what it was but you know it's a period that's what it was it's a class in the bathroom about how to annoy men that they would take we didn't know it we weren't allowed to go in there they would go in the bathroom and they would be like it would be a fucking list on the wall on the on the stall probably and be like all right Rule number one, here's what you got to do. Fake cry all the time. And if you ma- fake cry, it doesn't matter if you're wrong, right? If, it, if it's him, not him, you you cheated, you 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 cheated and you got pregnant by somebody else, fake cry because it's his fault. Just cry that shit out. You you told him to choke you during sex and you liked it, but he, he now you like it too much, cry because you, you like him too much. Cry about that shit. Just cry about everything. If you if it, if it's a guy involved with it, cry. It don't matter what it is. He could be nice to you, mean to you, love you, not love you. Stranger, just cry. It don't matter. <laughs> Just cry. It's rule number one for girls. Just cry. And then all the other rules are, you know, whatever. Um, so, yeah. So another thing, too, I want to talk about. Because this is one thing that also annoys me, too. And I've talked about this before on the podcast, okay? Fake boundaries. This is what I... Listen, I was talking about this yesterday, right? About what makes a person a, a, a thought or a little hole, a little slutty, thotty, pop, right? So, pretty much, uh, my... I think this was the next week's episode. Oh, well, I'm going to say it now anyways. So, I believe that a hoe is a girl who's insecure and has sex out of her insecurities. That's what I think, right? Now, I'm going to explain what that means. What time are we at right now? Uh, so, we are at a minute. Not a minute. An hour and either 30 or 40 minutes. Can you check? I feel like. Okay. Okay. Ooh, okay. I'm about to end it then. That's cool. Uh, right, so I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do, should I do the boundaries thing or should I do the, yeah, I'm gonna say this sentence, I want to get the sentence out there, okay, uh, can you go back up to that other one? He's on a, where is he going? Like I said, I think that this whole, I mean, I guess playing hard to get, I, I, I don't know, it's a myth. Do girls really want to do that? Do y'all like playing hard to get? I feel like you be... Like you ran down on me when I was at Starbucks, so I don't know if that counts for you. I don't know if you can ask me because I kind of 
do that stuff out my head. Yeah, because this is my thing about girls playing hard to get, right? I don't know. Do y'all do that because people tell y'all to do that? That's what I think. I think I really believe this might be a, a myth I just figured out right now. Playing hard to get, who told y'all to do that? Who does that benefit? It'll benefit the guy or the girl. And until it's normalized to not play hard to get, women will continue to be in toxic relationships because y'all are talking to a guy, y'all are doing shit like, oh, I'm gonna wait to not talk to him. I'm gonna I'm try and play like I don't like him. I'm gonna act like a, just if you like the dude, then it's, it's a higher chance of a girl going to a guy that she likes and being like, yo, you're cute. I think you're cute. And him being like, that's, honestly, that's all you gotta say. That's all you gotta say. All you gotta say, that could be the best game as a girl you need right there. Is go to a guy you think is cute and be like, I think you're cute, right? And go from there. Now, if he pursue you, then it is what it is. Now, you could give me a number, which is fine. Uh, I think for the most part, he will talk to you. Um, I think that these the, the attractive men, you might have a little bit more of a problem with that. And if you need help bagging an attractive guy as a girl, I can help you with that. I know, I know the game for, or I know how people work. If you want to bag a guy as an attractive girl. I give you the game. It works the same way. It's all about power dynamics. You got to understand power dynamics. And then you can uh, have the woman or the guy of your dreams, right? Um, and the last thing I want to touch on is the putting a fake boundaries thing, right? I'm going to make this probably short. Maybe two, three minutes. My issue with fake boundaries. And a fake boundary is something that you put up so that a guy doesn't get pussy from you easily right that's a fake boundary there should not be any boundaries on what you give pussy up for it shouldn't be a boundary what sh what it should be is i like you i like people that do this thing so if i like you and i also like people do these things we may possibly have sex that's what it should be but girls like doing shit like this this is what girls love to do girls love saying things like um I'm not going to call him for three days. And if he call me, then I know he really want me. And I'm going to fuck him. And you'd be like, that's it? That's all you got to do? You, you Listen, you show a girl a bit of attention. You run again. And this is, the pro this is the real problem with having boundaries because boundaries are just a maze. It's a game. Once a guy figures out how to beat the maze and win the game, he's going to fuck you. Every guy that knows the game is going to fuck you. It's going to be easy. But you know what's hard? It's hard for a guy who doesn't know about fishing to learn about fishing. He's like, fuck, she likes, I don't know about fishing. Bro, it, you guys, you have to go out and actually learn fishing if you like her. But a girl who has, I don't even know what girls be passionate about nowadays, smoking hookah and shit. I don't even know what y'all fucking like. I don't know what girls be into. Either way, but the problem is, if you have these fake boundaries and they're not actually tied to something concrete that you're actually passionate about, the guys you attract are not going to really want to fuck with you because they have to put in fake work. All they got to do is pretend like you. All they got to do is pass a couple of tests, seem like they are alpha male, be attractive and charming, and they fuck you. That's it. But actually find a dude that has that likes what you like. Find a dude that likes makeup. That knows about makeup. Find a dude that knows about natural hair. Find a What do girls like, Melissa? What, what do females that you know like? Real estate. If you if you into real estate, find a guy that likes real estate. But what else? What else do you know girls like? Law. Law? That's what I'm saying. If you find... Now, let me, let me get this straight. Let me just say this too. If you are a lawyer or you're trying to be a lawyer, right? And you find a guy who's into law, that that is kind of a cheat because y'all in the same place. But I think... You think it's a plus or a minus? You think that if you're playing basketball with another guy that plays basketball... I mean, what's something that you like to do? Like... 
that you feel like music right yeah because i was gonna say i feel like that would be a easy way for him to get pussy y'all, y'all are in the same space but it might also be a positive because y'all both like music um yeah i'm going with a negative what do you think you go with the negative why People in the uh, I think that if it was either way, I can see why it would be a positive and I can see why it would be a negative. Okay. Because it's kind of like, it could be a positive because that way that you guys kind of under have an understanding of, um, you know, what you like. You could probably go to concerts together, stuff like that. But um, I feel like it's not it doesn't bring a new element into the relationship because y'all pretty much doing the same thing yeah um or interested in the same thing and somebody has to be kind of the superior one to the other in that yeah i was gonna say that i think for uh if you if a guy let's say a guy is into music let's say y'all both go to music singing lessons right and he sings there and you sing there I think that this camera is mad dark. That's what I think. I think that if y'all both are in the music class together, that is. Nothing. I don't know. My brain is thinking of like, oh, a guy might be a hoe and try to fuck all the girls in the class. But I feel like, does that really happen? Like, I think it depends on what, 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 uh, what thing we're talking about. Like, I think it depends on what area we're talking about. Something like if it was a basketball player and he's working out with other guys. Huh. I'm like, okay. Would a guy take the opportunity to fuck all of the girls in that place because they all look the same thing as him? So is it better to have a second thing that you can actually base it off of? Like, okay, we both like music. A guy, as in like, as in you are entering the space looking for somebody to talk to. No, no, no. Like, okay, you're, I'm thinking about like, if you go to singing, right? I'm thinking of a group of people are in a class practicing singing and you would think, oh, we're both in singing class. We would be better together because we both in singing classes. Yeah, we'd be more compatible. Um, but I'm wondering if a guy would use that to fuck. I don't, I think I'm going to go with positive. I'm going to go with the positive. I think it's better to find a guy that does things that you do, whether it be whether you met him there or you guys or you find out that you guys actually have a passion. Smoking does not count. Drinking does not count. Uh, and if you want to count, going to clubs does not count either. It, 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 what else can we go with? Uh, no. Listening to music does also not count. Listening to music does not count. You have to be doing something, going out, going out, getting out of the house, doing something, whether it be it has to be. A, a niche where it's like if you listen to music but listen to it how it has to be like oh we know like i know music like if i watch anime it has to be like we like anime this we like to watch anime like i know this guy i know that guy i need to it has to be something that i'm into it has to be like something i'm really into i think that that's how you kind of weed out the guys that's gonna just fuck you to fuck you and cheat on you and shit like that um making making an interest that you both kind of like um works too because I don't think we, I don't think me and you like the same things at all. You like anime? Uh, you watch different anime than I watch. We, they might overlap. And, and. The thing that really got us, I feel like, together was, because you don't like the same music that I do. You don't watch the same shows that I do. 
because you don't like the same music that I do. Uh, we do not like the same um, shows, the same types of shows. Mm -hmm. We can watch a show together, mm -hmm. but fundamentally, I don't think we watch the same stuff. We don't read the same type of books. Mm -hmm. um, honestly, I think the thing that really, like, that really brought us together was the fact that we, like, escape rooms. We did, like, five of them or something like that. And then, yeah, Italy, I'm, I'm counting that as an escape room. Okay. Um, and I think maybe the mindset, because mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be the same exact interest. It could be just kind of like how you attack the interest or how mm -hmm. you think about those things. I think maybe that's more important. Mm. Mm, I don't know. I don't know if that's more important, the mindset. Well, cause I feel like even if somebody's analytical, I think to where you put that analytical prowess is important because it's like, what if I'm analytical about making bottles and you're analytical about making laptops? It's like they still need to be in the same. I think they need to be in the same space. Like they need to be in the same wheelhouse because I don't believe that opposite attracting. I feel like that's a lie. I don't think that. I think that there's another one of those myths they put out there that also like women should play hard to get. Um, no, what do you feel like we do that's the same? Hmm. I, I feel like we made interests that we're interested in. Like you know, you know about food and like why we eat certain things and all that stuff. You made some of the recipes. Mm -hmm. I have to, I have to think. Cause I definitely remember. I mean, it's something that I, that I realized too that. I said, I think I said this before too in the podcast. I don't remember why I started liking you. I don't remember. I remember you like talking to me. Yeah. I think you said that I had good communication skills. Yeah. yeah. Funny enough, I don't, but yeah. I guess better than yeah. average. But is it, I think, I think that, I don't know. Honestly, I, this is why ladies just gotta go for what you want because I, was the one that approached Donovan in the Starbucks. I was the one that gave him my number and walked up to him that first time. He did not hit me up. So ladies, if you like the guy, if you think he's attractive, because I thought Donovan was attractive. I thought he looked nice and everything like that. And he didn't text me. He didn't text me, he didn't call me, he didn't hit me up, nothing, nothing. So I had to text him and be like, hey, um, this is so-and-so from Starbucks. Do you have like a Snapchat or something? And that's when he called. I text you my name. Huh? I text you my name. When he left the Starbucks, like I thought that was just kind of like a okay, I have the number. You did. There was no conversation. What if I didn't text you at all? Huh? What if I didn't text you? I feel like that is like I could have just thrown them in the garbage. You could have. I would, but I text you to let you know, like oh, got you locked in in my phone. Um. Yeah, it's a good question. Oh, this is what I was gonna get to is what I was gonna say about that. Is I don't yeah, I was gonna say I don't remember why I liked you before. And I think any reason that I have that I have that I like you now come from recent stuff. Cause I don't remember. If I if you asked me before, like what the reasons were, I remember saying that I felt like you were perfect for me, but I don't remember why. 
because I watched anime and because I was good at talking. Mm -hmm. I was good at my communication skills. What else? It was something else. We had fun together. Like, I remember, um, I remember you had one with, um, I was going to say her name. Because Donovan was talking to a girl while he... I'll do it. I'll do it. And he had... Oh, the date. Listen, we gonna talk about this in the future. Damn, is it outro is here already? That's crazy. But he, Damn. He um had took some other girl out to do the same things that we did, like work, like play by play, the exact same things. He did them with me, and he had an amazing time, like the best time of his life. And that did not happen with the last girl, and that's another reason why he liked me. So. So, that wraps it up for episode <laughs> twenty nine. 29 29 yeah. um we will i will listen to this episode again and we will have more about these topics on episode playback of episode 30 um my dm is open for consultations you hit me on there we can schedule a time slot for you to have a conversation we are welcoming guests now on the podcast so, if you are in the tri-state area, we are shooting between 10 and 12 on Tuesdays. You have to be in the uh, studio for us to shoot. Um, and if you haven't already, go check out our social medias. Mine is Donovan Gray, D-O-N-I-V-A-N-G-R-A-Y. And my girlfriend's is Anita Byrne, A-N-E-T-A-B-U-R-N. Also, we have multiple food projects no that's not true we have multiple bamboo projects one of them is the food project we have a clothing project even music project we also have a fitness project a sports project and the bamboo project podcast so tune in next week to hear about the update of what the fuck is going on in our life bamboo project out <laughs>